Hi, I'm Brenda. I'm a Gemini rising, sun and Libra, moon and Taurus manifesting generator with a sacral inner authority. I'm an Enneagram 3, an ENFJ, and a disc personality of I. I tend to flow more with my feminine energy, but really appreciate working with the structure of my masculine energy. Okay, I joke, <laughs> but I'm sure you've met somebody who proudly announces themselves exactly like that, proudly tells you what type of human design person they are or what their astrological chart tells them they are. And don't get me wrong, I love all of the things, okay? I love astrology, I'm into human design. I love assessments that help me have a better understanding of who I am and why I do the things I do. Because listen, as humans, we all generally want to have a better understanding of who we are. Am I right? So we find comfort in these systems that validate us and say, oh, this is why you are the way you are. Oh, this is why you have those behaviors. This is why you don't like doing things the way you do them. This is why you love doing other things. The challenge is it is really easy to get so caught up in the labels of these systems and these assessments that you start creating your own limitations, especially when it comes to your identity and visibility in business and showing up authentically or showing up at all. It's something I've dealt with. It is 90% of the stuff that I help people work through. And here's the thing. If you want to have a successful business, you need to be seen. End of story. Secret businesses aren't businesses. They don't make money. This episode might piss some people off. And I'm okay with that because I'm going to be exposing you to some things that are going to start to challenge your beliefs. And that is okay. Life is about being curious. Curiosity is one of the greatest attributes you can have. I'm also going to show you how to use aspects of these systems so that you can increase your visibility and not just create limitations for yourself. So get comfy and let's dive into this episode. You're listening to the Limitless Life Podcast, helping you simplify mindset and energetics by giving you easy to use strategies that'll help you ditch the self-sabotage and move through resistance so you can create your limitless life and business. I'm your host, Brenna Johnston, and as a subconscious mindset strategist, I've learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work even easier and far more effective. So join me weekly for new episodes and get ready to step into your highest potential. Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if you're new here. I appreciate you hanging out with me. I'm your host, Brenda Johnston, and this is a place for you if you want to cut through the fluff when it comes to all things mindset, manifestation, and energy management, so you can harness the power of your subconscious mind to expand your capacity to be seen and build new levels of wealth. That's what I'm all about. I love helping people do that, and I want you to know Deep transformation doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to take years. And when you focus on making change on a subconscious level, you can literally rewire your brain for success. And um, to prove it, (laughs) not that I need to prove anything, I should say in fact, that would be a better way of saying this. 
Next Wednesday, November the 15th, I am dropping a Black Friday offer like no other thing I've ever done. And it is going to be a freaking game changer for your business. I've combined three of my most powerful hypnosis collections to create the business success tool. And this is not about adding more to your schedule or overwhelming you with endless rituals. Literally in less than 20 minutes a day using my hypnosis programs, you can harness the power of your subconscious mind to increase your capacity to be seen, to become energetically elevated and magnetic to your ideal clients. I mean, how does it get any better than that? And on top of that, I'm giving you an exclusive bonus that you can't even buy on its own, which is my creative visualization for manifestation program. And there's another audio program included in that. It's going to be epic. And the price investment of it is ridiculously low. Anyways, keep your eyes open for that because it's going to be a game changer for you. I work with people all the time who are holding themselves back. And they're super frustrated. And they're wondering why their business isn't growing and why they aren't attracting in their ideal clients. And yeah, it has a lot to do with limiting beliefs and it has a lot to do with energetic imbalances and stored emotional energy, like trapped emotional energy. But there's another issue that is a lot of the times at the foundation of what is going on. And that issue is that they're being so rigid about what a system like human design has told them about who they are and how they function that they create these massive self-imposed limitations. They're creating their own resistance. You know how it goes. You take a test, you get a chart, and suddenly you're labeled as a manifesting generator or an Enneagram type four. And it's like getting this sneak peek into the user manual of who you are. And it's like, oh, yes, I'm getting these awesome insights. And I understand who I am and what's going on and why I do the things I do. But there's a downside to this. You risk getting stuck in those neat, tiny little boxes that they provide. So... Imagine you're a manifesting generator, but Myers-Briggs tells you that you're an INTJ. Cool, right? But then you start thinking, okay, so I'm the logical, strategic, independent one. But you forget that you're also a spontaneous, creative, go-with-the-flow person who thrives with structure. If you start anchoring yourself too much to like a specific personality profile or a chart, it is so easy not only to create these limitations, but to miss out on opportunities for growth and learning and expansion. And what can happen is you start using these profiles, and I've seen this a lot, you start using these profiles as a crutch to support your limiting beliefs. I remember working in corporate and finding out what my DISC assessment letter was. And I was feeling like I could, 
Like, I felt relief in a way because it made sense of certain things. But then I started feeling like I could only function in that way. And on top of that, I was being told by my manager that as a type I, it's your role as a senior member of the team to function in that way. And I was like, this is so limiting because it's not taking into consideration any of the other layers of who I am. I also had a mentor in the past who had me so fucking freaked out about my astrological chart and where all of my challenges sat that I would get paralyzed with self-doubt and stuck in perfectionism to the point I wouldn't launch anything if there was a planetary event happening. And I don't know if you follow astrology, but there usually is always some sort of planetary event happening. And I am a big advocate these days of like, we can't blame the planets on all of our issues. We do have to be accountable for things. But still, a lot of these assessments and a lot of these systems, they're providing these recommendations on how you make decisions or how you build strategies based on your type and authority. That's more of a human design term. I'm not specifically bashing human design. It just so happens that that seems to be the very trendy thing these days. Not only do people get hung up on what their human design is, they get hung up on what other people's designs are. So then it becomes conversations like, oh, hey, by the way, what what's your human design? It's like a way to try to understand yourself but also understanding other people. And again, it's only one layer of who you are. I'm going to use being a manifesting generator as an example here of how we can create limitations because I actually am a manifesting generator. And so manifesting generators, we respond to life. It's how we manifest. And so I could easily hold myself back from doing things like actively selling because according to my design, actively doing stuff like that is not my chart. I'm designed to respond to things. And so I could easily use that as an excuse to why I'm not out there being seen because I don't want to be on social media because I don't want to do things to sell. I don't want to put myself out there because, well, it's not part of my chart and selling is too much in my masculine energy also. Yes, I'm being facetious a little bit, but that's, I've literally heard this stuff. Like it sounds extreme, right? But I once had someone tell me she was built to respond to opportunities because she's a manifesting generator. She's not meant to create them. And taking action to sell was too much masculine energy and it made her tired. She just wanted to flow and the clients would just come to her. And guess what happened? The clients didn't come to her because she wasn't visible and nobody knew what she did or how she could help them. She was trapped by the confines of what human design was telling her about who she is and how she functions and not taking any other layers of herself into accountability. And so when we get stuck in these labels 
and we create these visibility issues by limiting our perceptions of ourselves, it's very, very dangerous. And when you embrace a specific personality label or category, imagine it like you are taking a pair of tinted glasses, putting them on, and you start seeing yourself and the world through that very narrow lens. What's that saying? Seeing the world through rose-colored glasses, except in this case you've put like poop-colored glasses on or foggy glasses on and you can't actually see the full picture. Like for example, let's say you attach yourself to a label from a personality test or a human design chart or whatever. And that label tells you that you're the type of person who identifies very strongly as being an introvert. On a subconscious level, you might actually shy away from leadership or public speaking opportunities or putting yourself out there because on a subconscious level, you have this belief now that those things are reserved for extroverts. And so this self-imposed limitation creates these massive visibility issues. I get it. Okay, I get it. These labels, these understandings, these insights can totally make us feel like we figured ourselves out, we figured our shit out, but let's not get too predictable. What if you're an adventurous Aries or a meticulous ISTJ? That's cool, but life is full of surprises, so you have to be open to the growth. And these tools can also have a big impact on our energetic systems. And that includes your emotional, your mental, and even your physical well-being. So discovering certain personality traits or astrological aspects that align with your experiences, that can actually trigger some really strong emotional responses. Sometimes the validation of, oh, that's why I am the way I am, or that's why I do the things I do, Sometimes that can uplift your energy, it can elevate your energy, but sometimes those results can trigger negative emotions or memories, and that can create energetic blockages. The other thing that I see happen a lot is people get caught in these healing loops, and I've talked about this on other episodes, because what happens is we get these results or these assessments or this information And it's really easy to become overly fixated on the negative stuff or the shadow aspects, all the things we need to change or grow. And so you start to get hyper-focused on what's wrong with you or what needs to be healed or fixed. This is especially true if you're dealing with like past trauma. These tools can fill a void that stems from past trauma and experiences. And while these things can offer valuable insights, sometimes what's happening is they're serving as like a coping mechanism or a way to make sense of all the shit that happened to you in your past. Life is uncertain. And when you've dealt with trauma, traumatic experiences amplify uncertainty in your life. Trauma very often disrupts your sense of like your 
your self-narrative, your story. And so these personality assessments, these charts, they're offering this neatly packaged, ready-made narrative, this storyline that explains your behaviors, your tendencies, your reactions. And this narrative can be a way to make sense of those past experiences. And on the surface, that might give you temporary relief, but you're not going to be able to be seen and grow like you want to because you haven't done the work to transform and heal on a deeper level. So like, how do we take these charts and assessments and things and keep the good parts of them and not fall into this like trap of limitations? Because like I said at the beginning of this, I love these things. I have an app on my phone. It's the Chani app. She's the only astrology um, person that I really follow. She's really the only one that I will recommend I love her app. It gives me little daily insights into what's going on, but that's just it. They're insights. I'm not getting attached to them and going, oh my God, I can't go out in public today because this is happening. It's just fun. So when you're using these type of things, it's really important to keep an open mind. Think of these assessments and these charts like, I don't know, think of them like little nudges that help you explore all of your many layers. And I say this all the time, we're like onions, man. We have so many layers, especially when we're doing the inner work, new level, new devil, we deal with beliefs, shit shows up when we're up leveling. It's, we are fascinating. So just be curious. Don't take these charts and these assessments as the be all end all. Look at them like these little playful invitations to understand yourself better. And these charts and these assessments, they're really good at pointing out the challenges, but let's not be afraid of the challenges, okay? <laughs> because challenges are not roadblocks. They're opportunities to grow. And at the end of the day, none of us are one-size-fits-all human beings. And that's what makes us so awesome, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Business success, that comes from being adaptable. It comes from being resilient. It comes from being open to learning. You are a human being. You're a work in progress. You're not like a closed, fixed, told story. And so these tools are giving you a snapshot of who you are. They're not showing you the full story. Because as you transform core beliefs, as you release trapped emotional energy, as you connect more to who you really are, things change based on how you're transforming. Did you know your core beliefs and your core values are like best friends, they work together. So when you're constantly transforming beliefs, it is more than likely that your core values are gonna shift and change. It's a whole nother freaking episode that I could get into. So just remember like, don't be afraid to switch things up. 
or try new approaches or embrace a challenge that maybe feels a bit out of your type. And I'm using air quotes there. Because when you can start to allow yourself to be curious about this stuff, that's when true expansion really happens. That's when you get to start reaching new levels. That's when you get to start increasing your capacity for visibility. That's when you get to start creating new levels of success and wealth. So in a nutshell, the moral of this story, how you use these things in a positive way, aside from what I just said, look at them, identify your strengths, set really clear intentions based on what lights you the fuck up. Embrace growth opportunities. Be adaptable. And most importantly, embrace your freaking individuality. Embrace the individual that you are. Weird quirks and all. This was more of a shorter kind of episode, but I just really wanted to talk about this stuff because I don't want you all being limited. I don't want you creating your own limitations and it's really easy. And I know that you don't want that either. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to the show. You wouldn't be hanging out with me on Instagram. And if you want to dive deeper into stuff, if you want to surround yourself with like-minded people and really cut through the bullshit of stuff. There's tons of ways to work with me. You can check out Expansion, my Limitless Life community. It's a month to month group coaching space. We meet bi-weekly. There's a resource library of my Expansion audio programs. I also wanna remind you, winter applications for my exclusive three month one-on-one expansion coaching are open. And this is your last chance to work with me one-on-one this year. Right now I have three spots available. I have application calls already booked, so they will fill it fast. So if you've been wanting to work with me, don't sit on that. There is an application process because I want to make sure that like this is the exact right fit for you so that you can get the best possible results in a short amount of time. I'll drop the link in the show notes or you can DM me on Instagram and I'll send you the application link directly to you. And also... Remember, November 15th, I'm dropping a massive hypnosis package that's going to be a friggin' game changer. And in the meantime, if you had some holy shit moments from this podcast or you had some aha moments, I would love to hear from you. So screenshot this episode. Tag me on Instagram. It's at underscore Brenda Johnston. Or like DM me. It is always me responding to the DMs, not some chat bot. So... Until next time, here's to creating your limitless life.